0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Inspired and Authentic podcast with me, Katie Ford. And in this season, I am sharing some of my top lessons. I'm reflecting and I'm sharing insights from having spent many years creating impact within the veterinary profession, starting businesses, running campaigns, and connecting with some incredible people. So, I want these sessions, as always, to be kind of like me sending a voice note to a friend. I'd like you to feel the warmth and the kindness that I'm sending and also the authenticity and reality in there as well. And You know what, I have sworn that in the face of not letting perfect get in the way of good enough. I'm not going to edit any bits out either because I could sit there and without knowing it, get drawn into those stories that there should be no ums and there should be no likes and there should be no rights and there should be no buts and there should be no bits of those things. They're going to stay there because that is real. So the lesson that I want to talk about today is it's okay to have things that you're not good at. This has been one of my biggest lessons over the last few years and to actually embrace these things because whenever we find something that we're not good at, first of all my biggest reminder for me and I hope this is a reminder for you as well is that does not take away from your core value as a human being. We've gone through life where we've been scored and we've been compared and we've been taught to compete and fit in and it feels as though if we're in a situation and suddenly we're not good at physically performing some sort of a task that that means that we're not as good as somebody else we end up stepping into a set of measurements that we never chose but actually you know what there are going to be plenty of things that we're not good at and the points that I wanted to touch on here are first of all what our options are if we find something that we're not good at then I want to talk about what we can do to support if there's something that we're not good at and how there can be real magic in that. And the third thing as well is realizing that there's a bit of a duality to this stuff. So let us actually dive in. And again, these are my insights. Everyone's different. I really hope that I can bring you some wisdom along the way. So whenever we find something that we're not particularly good at, we've got two options, right? The first one is that we can say, you know what, this is something that I'm not good at, but it's something that's important to me and I'd love to grow in this area. And that's your story that you choose. Is it truly that you want to improve at that? And this becomes an incredible opportunity for us to start leaning into that idea of growth whilst remembering that we are always valuable, for us to learn the lessons, for us to have fun whilst we do it. And that becomes a really cool transferable skill for us to use in other areas of our lives. So I'll give you an example, mountain biking for me. Simon, my partner, super into his mountain biking and he got me a mountain bike and I started going out with him. And the things that I thought looked super easy suddenly were really hard, but it was fun. And you know what, having come from a career where I'd always kind of pushed to be at the top of my game and obviously listened to a lot of inner critical thoughts, I quite enjoyed having something that I could be a beginner at and that was okay and I could learn from it and I could celebrate the little victories along the way and celebrate them just because I was celebrating them, not because they had implications for my finances or my career or anything like that. So that's our first option is is this an opportunity for me to grow, for me to flex those compassion and kindness and growth mindset muscles? The second option that we've got, and you you might well find you've got option three and four, but these were, were my options, were for me to say, hey, that's okay. And if I'm not the world's most organized person, that's okay. Maybe there's going to be different things that help support me versus societal society's expectations of what that should look like and what should help me. And when I accepted that, that gave me a lot of peace. You know, for a long time, I was like, right, let's just try a new thing, let's try a new thing, let's do it this way, let's do it that way. Sometimes there are things that like this just isn't my skill set, and that means that when I'm selecting a team and I'm getting people to come and be around me that that is their skill set. And I want to make sure that I bring them into the team because that's what they're really good at. And that's what I did when I took on my first virtual assistant. I looked at the fact that I'm really creative, I'm good at ideas, I am good at specific areas of my business, but actually looking at going through the emails and setting my diary up, that's something that I could gift to somebody else that has that skill set that loves doing that. And that's where we come together in teams, whether that's that we're in a practice, whether that's an in an office team, whether that's a team that we've created ourselves. We don't have to be this one player on the football team that happens to be really good at being the goalkeeper and being the um, striker and being defense and being every single member of the team. Like, how does that work? Do they just run up and down the football team and decide that they're going to be great at every single thing on the field? Sounds exhausting to me. So for me, they're the two ways that I see it. If I come across something that I'm not particularly very good at, I either think, look, this is an opportunity for me to grow in that area because it's important to me. Or the second option is I'm going to outsource this to somebody else. Do I want to spend all the time getting better at this? Or is this something that actually I want to gift to somebody that loves this and is really good at this? And you know what? Let's be real. I know this isn't an opportunity for every single person in every single circumstance. Sometimes there are things that we do have to look at getting better at because of our own individual um, circumstances. So that's our first thing. What can we do when there's something we're not good at? Lean into that growth mindset. Fantastic book, Mindset by Carol Dweck, looking at how we can start to put that into place in our lives Second thing, and I've kind of touched on this a bit already, is in terms of what we can do to support when we don't have that skill set for whatever reason. And that might be, as I've just said, outsourcing. Looking at who can do this. Who do I need on my team? Whether that's as a coach or a mentor or a team member or whether that's that we want to go to a particular workplace that has a really strong department in that area and you want to focus on the bits that you're good at. It's just a really cool insight for us to to look into and i think touching on this at the same time is there's value to knowing what we're good at and we enjoy because we don't have to specifically do the things that we're good at but we don't enjoy them as a vocation as a career i mean so for example i have and i feel fortunate for this lots of skills that i've built up over the years and lots of things that people will say you're really good at this but there are some of those things that actually, I don't really like doing. It doesn't bring me joy. It's not fun to me. And they might also be things that I outsource. So when there are a lot of people that I know that are listening to this, that are multi-talented, that have got multiple strengths and think, well, oh, I'm really good at this, so it's a real shame to step away from it, but I don't really enjoy it. Let's look at what you enjoy and what you're good at because that's a really cool combination. When we start to find that, that flow state where the level of challenge and our skills are in alignment, that time goes really quickly. And the third point that I wanted to make in terms of it being okay if there's things that we aren't good at is this idea of duality. It's really easy for our mind to kind of draw us into the stories of we're either good at something or we're not and make things really black and white. But actually there are things that in certain circumstances we're really good at, and in other circumstances we're not. So for example, there might be times in our lives where we've been a really great public speaker. And there might also be times in our lives where we haven't. There might be times in our lives where we've been really kind and empathetic. And there may be times where we haven't. And this doesn't mean that if there's a point where we haven't, that we can't ever be good at that again that we can't build our skills in that. And realizing that it's not always as 100% all or nothing as we've been conditioned to think that that is. So one of the things that I found is I went through a lot of my childhood being told that I was the smart one, I was the intelligent one, I was the everyone used to call me by my full name which was really weird a lot of people do that to me now and I don't know if it just like tonally feels good for people to say or not but they're like oh katie ford katie ford so I truly believe that I was the clever one but if there was ever a point where I didn't demonstrate that I thought it took away from every time that I'd ever been clever before oh gosh they all thought that I was clever and now I haven't got this right therefore did I just make all of that up at that point and the reality was that was just the duality of things you know sometimes there are going to be times where i really do well and because i'm a human there's going to be times that maybe i don't do as well either so that's the same with our skills that's the same with our perceived weaknesses and i think the final thing that i'd add in here as well as i talk about it being okay not to be good at things is that actually there can be value in the things that we're not good at. Not only are they an opportunity for us to grow if we choose that we want to work on that area, but there are also the things that connect us with other people. They're an opportunity for us to be authentic, for us to connect in the spaces that it feels right with somebody else. Like how drawn to somebody are we when they say, oh, hello, I'm wonderfully perfect to everything that I ever do. I've got the perfect house and the perfect car and the perfect family and the perfect clothes and the perfect body and I earn the perfect amount of money. Do they feel like you connect with them? Because I don't know about you, but whenever I speak to an audience, I'm there to connect with them, not to impress them. And that's no judgment to anyone that has set things in life that are important to them. But actually often in those imperfections, in those things that maybe we might not necessarily by society standards would choose, or things that we might have been told are negative about us, might actually end up bringing some uniqueness and some character to the way that we do things. And obviously we view all of this in context, right? We look at this in terms of not only how things affect us, but how they affect other people as well. But this is just your reminder that actually It's okay to have things that we're not good at. And that's okay. That doesn't mean that we're any lesser of a human being. It doesn't mean we're any less valuable. I get it that we get those feelings, get the emotions come up. Maybe we're listening to the stories. But often those stories aren't ours. Often those stories have been handed down. They've come from someone else. And for us to, if it feels right, or if we need support with that, be curious. And just say, actually, you know what? This might have been applicable at some point, but it's not something that serves me right now. I'm going to meet myself with some kindness and I'm going to decide what do I want to do with this thing that I'm not so good at? Just like I said in the beginning, is it a skill that you're going to build and you're going to start popping something in place for that? Or is that actually something where you say, you know what, this isn't my forte, this thing is, and I am going to try and make sure that I stay in my zone of genius wherever I can, And if something comes up that needs this skill set, then maybe I'm going to outsource that to somebody else. So I hope that this has been really helpful to you for us to talk about that other lesson of it being okay not to be good at everything. I certainly have found that when I took on my awesome um, virtual assistant team where we've got Jen and Jillian, two fantastic RVNs turned virtual assistants that are super organised. Anyone that's in vet med knows how brilliant RVNs are in terms of um, whipping the vets into shape. <laughs> I know I can say that, and uh, that has been the case very much in the back end of what I do as well. It means that I can stay in my zone of genius, and they can help support in theirs as well. So this has definitely been one of my biggest lessons, and like we said we can't do everything. I've tried it for a really long time. It's really hard. We can do anything, but we cannot do everything. We just end up putting a little bit of our energy to so many different things that we don't end up growing in any of the areas that are important to us to grow in. We don't end up maintaining the things that maybe come more naturally to us. And we end up just spreading ourselves too thin. So maybe this is a prompt right now to think about what are some of the things that maybe I feel a bit trickier, And what is my next step with those? Is that taking an action? Is that changing your outlook around them? Is that accepting that actually you're not interested in building that part? I'd love to know what you think. So let me know and really good to chat with you. Lots of love. Hey everyone, if you've enjoyed this episode, I would absolutely love it if you would share your take-homes, Subscribe on the podcast channel that you're listening. Leave me a review and make sure that you drop me a follow at Katie Ford Vet and keep in touch.